Blog Talk Radio. On Bannon, 
who is now leading an effort to take down congressional Republican incumbents, Mercer wrote that their politics are not necessarily in lockstep. He doesn't necessarily agree with that. And uh, I have great respect for Mr. Bannon, and from time to time I do discuss politics with him. However, I make my own decisions with respect to whom I support politically, and those decisions are not always aligned with Bannon's, uh, Mercer stated. And in my opinion, actions of and statements by Mr. Yanomopoulos was caused as have caused pain and divisiveness, undermining uh, the open and productive discourse that I had hoped to facilitate. I was mistaken to have supported him, and for several reasons, weeks have been in the process of severing my ties. So, the Mercer is severing his ties with everybody. That's a white supremacist ban, whatever, because. Now he's being uh, sued for $7 billion in tax evasion. Ha! <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Huh? Mm-hmm. It's amazing how the, they see the light suddenly. Well, this was this one drove, drove me crazy when I read it because House Republicans claim an annual salary of $450,000 is middle class. You ready for that, folks? Yeah. Chances are most people reading, uh, listening to me tonight are all don't make $450,000 a year. If you do, you're probably the president of the United States or somebody more. Even he doesn't make 450 a year. He makes only 400 a year mm-hmm. for a salary. Um, okay, well, uh, all right. Okay, That's rich. Republicans suddenly believe that one percenters are barely struggling to be in the middle class, party officials revealed. On Thursday, a House Republicans issued a fact sheet. Americans will be able to file taxes on a single sheet of paper. What do you think about that, Kevin? You still there, or is it going to be a paper and a half? Huh? <laughs> You're a complete and utter fucking idiot. You know, don't deserve to, to have gotten friggin' idiots. Okay, GOP made the announcement today. Uh, meet, oh, uh, sorry, folks. Hang on a second. That's rich. Republicans suddenly believe that one percenters are barely struggling to be in the middle class, party officials revealed. On Thursday, House Republicans issued a fact sheet about their new tax cut plan that referred to Americans earning 450000 a year as low and middle income. Can you believe that? Nope. Uh, even though that income level would put most taxpayers in the top 0.05%, percent of all individual Americans, the median household income in the United States is $59,039, after all. And a far cry from 450000 The GOP made the announcement as part of the rollout of the tax plan, saying they would cut tax rates from 39.6% to 35%. Oh, big whoop. To those making 450,000 earning middle class members, but the announcement was quickly overshadowed by the Republican bizarre understanding of wealth. Isn't that amazing? Totally amazing. Uh, says here, uh, policy highlights individuals and families. Lower individual tax rates for low and middle income tax Americans. Uh, to zero, 12%, 25 and 35%, so people can keep more of the money they earn throughout their lives and continue to maintain uh, almost 40% for high-income Americans. Uh, significantly increases the standard deduction to protect roughly, roughly double the amount of what you earn each year from taxes, from 630 to $6,300 300 to 12,000 for individuals and 1270 to 24 for married couples. So an average eliminates special interest deductions that increase rates and complicate American taxes. So an individual or family can file a taxes on a form as simple as a postcard. It takes action to support family American families. Uh, establish a new family credit which includes expanding the child tax care credit from 1000 to 1600 to help parents with cost of raising children and providing a credit of $300 for each parent and non-child dependent to help all families with their everyday expenses. Psst. Preserving the child independent care tax. 
credit, uh, preserves the earned income tax credit to provide important tax relief for low-income Americans. It preserves that. Streamlines high education benefits to help families save for a better afford college and so on. Continues the deduction for charitable contributions. Preserves the home mortgage interest deduction. Uh, For instance, instance, existing mortgages maintains that home mortgages deduction, interest deduction for nearly purchased homes up to newly purchased homes, up to $500,000, providing tax relief to current aspiring. Anything over that, you're screwed. Okay, continue to allow people to write off the cost of state and local property taxes. That's good. Okay, retains proper uh, property, uh, popular retirement saving options, is 401k, and repeals the alternative tax, minimum tax, so millions of individual and families will no longer have to worry about calculating the taxes twice each year and pay the higher amount, and provide immediate relief from the tax debt, death tax by doubling the exemption and repealing the death tax after six years. Family-owned farms and businesses will no longer have to worry about double or triple taxation from Washington when they pass down their life's work to the next generation. And there you go. Did someone make a mistake? Laughed AFL-CIO policy director Damon Silvers when told of the income classifications by GOP. Republicans think that the income level of the top 1% is lower and is lower and middle class. Uh, this is this is a world where if you make less than half a million, you don't exist. There is no formal definition of American middle class, but the tax policy center puts it mid middle uh, quintile between forty eight and eighty five thousand a year. American middle class tax break. GOP argues the plan is the middle class tax break. What they don't won't tell you is many middle class families will still see their taxes go up. So you know, don't don't depend on 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 uh, the Republican tax bill. It's a piece of work that doesn't make sense. Okay. I thought that was interesting. So okay, let's go on. You ready for this, Lyle? Hey, read that one. I've got to put my stronger glasses on. That was a year ago. That, that was, I posted that a year ago during the election. Miley is supporting Hillary. Huh. Because she's shocked at what Trump said and is fighting hard for women's dignity. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And in the meantime, there's a picture of her on stage with a big dildo. Yeah, you know, disgusting. Yeah, and she's got her tongue hanging out. So she, she's all for women's rights. This was a really interesting one that came up today. I was really surprised to hear this. This is the thing where white baseball players kneel in the 1950s to protest black lynchings. Isn't that interesting? White 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 baseball players took to took kneel during the during the anthem. Yeah, yeah. Archival photos reveal several white baseball players kneeling during the national anthem in protest of the lynching of innocent Negroes with Jim Crow laws. The practice was quickly ended when the players realized that most of their fans were neither were either KKK members or sympathizers. <laughs> oh my, huh? Yeah, their members were K, their fans were KKK members, but they stopped doing that. They they had to stop doing that. I guess. Just like now, most of the, most NFL fans are KKK members or uh, just flippin' idiots. So anyway, this one you think you can't say anything more stupid or clueless, here comes Trump. Trump stunned after Trump brags about American destruction of enemies and remember Hiroshima. Okay, this is in his, in his, in his statement to, uh, uh, to, to Japan today. As you're reminding here, reminding Japan of Hiroshima because mm-hmm. he wants to blow up uh, uh, North Korea. Mm-hmm. I'd be a little nervous. Yeah. Okay. This is from FRR Free Rain Report. Um, 
kind of stunned after Trump brags about American destruction of enemies. Remember Hiroshima video. And, well, we are knew that, well, we all knew that Trump uh, would do a few stupid things on his two-week Asia trip. However, even for a man like Trump, what he said in front of all of Japan was just created a new definition for stupid. In a shocking display of a lack of understanding for the impact of the nuclear attacks on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in World War II, Trump bragged about America destroying its enemies. Here's what he said in front of an audience of U.S. service members stationed in Japan. No dictator, no regime, no nation should underestimate ever American resolve. Every once in a while in the past, they underestimated us. It was not pleasant for them, was it? Listen to this. This is Trump's stupidity. About 20 seconds. No dictator, no regime, and no nation should underestimate ever American resolve. Every once in a while in the past, they underestimated us. It was not pleasant for them, was it? President Trump indicated. That was after he mentioned the who. You know, he was talking to Japan. Unbelievable idiot. The guy's an idiot. Unbelievable idiot. So, anyway, this is enough for that. Trump's an idiot. We all knew it. So, there we go. All right. This is something, Lila, that you should read because it's so important. Rex Tillerson turns out to be a director of a Russian oil company. Oh, my God. Yeah. That he never disclosed. Whoops. Whoops. Oh. You want to read that? Hmm. He has so much money that he has to be a director of a Russian oil company. Yeah. Can you read that? Yep. I'm just... Rex Tillerson revealed as director of the U.S. Russian oil company in the Bahamas. So it's a U.S. Russian oil company. U.S. Russian Joint oil. ownership. Yep. Leaked documents show Donald Trump, appointed Secretary of State, is a director of a Bahamas-based U.S.-Russian oil company. I didn't know he owned a joint company with them. Rex Tillerson, who is eligibility for top government position, was already under question due to his potential conflict of interest with the energy industry and his ties to Russia, and is now revealed to be director of ExxonMobil's Russian subsidiary, whatever that is. Mr. Tillerson has been a director of Exxon Nefgas since 1998. His name is on the company filings, R.W. Tillerson. appears next to other directors based in Texas, Muskloff. Moscow. Oh, Moscow, I can't even see. Gee, my vision has gotten really bad. I have to come a little closer. I used to be able to read from back. Sorry, folks, I just can't read from back there anymore. Um, Yeah. Okay, the incoming Secretary of State, currently head of ExxonMobil, the largest oil company in the world, and Mr. Tillerson owns company shares that are worth more than $200 million. Boy, that's not chump change. Mr. Tillerson's involvement with the Bahama-based company is legal, but it has not been reported before and raises further doubts over his relationship with Russia. Remember he was friends of Russia? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He was awarded the Russian Order of Friendship in 2013 by President Vladimir Putin, two years after he stuck a deal with another oil giant to explore Russia's Arctic. The deal was delayed when President Barack Obama imposed sanctions on Russia, which Mr. Tillerson said he was against, and which are widely expected to be lifted once Mr. Trump enters the White House. This must be pretty old. Yeah, let me see when, when this was published. This, this just came out today, this intro. But uh, This is this September. So they knew about this guy last year. And they still let him become Secretary of State. Tillerson's appointment must be approved by a Senate hearing, which it was. 
uh, you know, a 19-strong committee, Marco Rubio has cast doubt, however, over whether he is the right person for the job. According to filings, Exxon was registered more than 67 countries in the Bahamas. Companies registered with uh, cover subsidiaries in Russia, Venezuela, and Azerbaijan. In a statement to the Guardian, Exxon said, it is not done to reduce tax in countries where a company operates. Incorpor- incorporation of a country in the Bahamas does not decrease the ExxonMobil's tax liability in the country where it generates the potential. Blah, 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 bullshit. But whatever. This, they knew this two years ago or a year ago when they, they knew it, but they still let him go. You know, they still let him, they still approve the best. You know, what do you think of that? Huh? Well, they proved the best. Lots of trouble for us. Yeah, there's a, there's there's collusion within the Republicans, and uh, they 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 knew all along. And uh, you know, I hope they all freaking go down because it's like what a bunch of bastards to have approved this son of a bitch, knowing that he was that he was in collusion with with Russia. Well, let's see, anything more other than that? No. Well, I'm trying to get this thing, but it doesn't make any sense. I, I hate these, these paginated sites are terrible. They're, they're so bad. As much as I, I dislike Bernie, there's one thing that he said that makes a lot of sense, and, you know, he said it a while back, but uh, it's really kind of important because they published the Paradise Papers, Recently, um, which talks about the uh, the uh, billionaires, uh, you know, control over the country, over the world, you know. Hmm. It says Bernie Sanders warns of international oligarchy after Paradise Papers leak. U.S. Senator warned that leak of documents exposing offshore tax havens show rapid movement toward a group of billionaires controlling the global economy. Live updates, billionaires and firms exposed by Paradise Papers uh, by Ed Pilkington in New York and David Smith in Washington. Um, This is, I forget what what the paper is here, the Guardian. Uh, Bernie Sanders has warned that the world is rapidly becoming an international oligarchy controlled by a tiny number of billionaires highlighted by the revelations in the Paradise Papers. In a statement to the Guardian in the wake of the massive leak of documents exposing the secret of offshore investors, uh, Sanders said that the enrichment of wealthy individuals and companies and tax havens was the major issue of our time. He said the Paradise Papers opened the door on a major problem, not just for the U.S., but for governments throughout the world. The major issue of our time is the rapid movement toward international oligarchy, in which a handful of billionaires own and control a significant part of the global economy. The Paradise Papers show how these billionaires and multinational corporations get richer by hiding their wealth and profits and avoiding paying their fair share of taxes, uh, the U.S. Senator from Vermont said. Sanders, who came in a close second to Hillary in the race of the Democratic National Committee nomination last year, pointed the finger of blame for the flourish of offshore holdings on both Congress and the Trump administration. He told The Guardian that Republicans in Congress were responsible for providing even more tax breaks to profitable corporations like Apple and Nike. The same tax breaks, he said, were being seized upon by super-wealthy members of Trump's cabinet who avoid billions in U.S. taxes by shifting American jobs and profits to offshore tax havens. We need to close these loopholes and demand a fair and progressive uh, tax system. Uh, Sanders' intervention in the, in the debate, sparked by the Paradise Papers, marks the most prominent political response to the leak in their opening 24 hours. The investigation stems from the leak of some 13 million files, well, obtained by uh, Saducci and Zeich and, and Zeitung in Germany, and shared the, that most 100 news organizations around the world, including Guardian, um, journalists. One of the most 
point of disclosure in the, in the Paris Papers was that, was that Wilbur Ross, Trump's Commerce Secretary, has continued to do business with the son-in-law of the Russian President Vladimir Putin, as well as member of Putin's inner circle, who is under U.S. sanctions. Ross himself, a billionaire, has retained since uh, joining the Trump campaign his investments in a shipping company, Navigator, uh, that has a uh, partnership with the Russian gas giant Cyber. Jesus, he's still doing, they're still doing business with Russian. You know that? Uh, mm-hmm. His chess, his, his commerce secretary is still doing private business with Russia. Right? Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, in turn, Cyber is part owned by Krill Shamal, the husband of Putin's daughter. Okay. The uh, emergence of Ross's ongoing ties to business interests so close to Russian president at a time of intense scrutiny of the relationship between Trump and administration and the Kremlin, has in a sense prominent Democrats involved in Ross's confirmation to offers. Richard Blumenthal, a Democrat who sits on the U.S. Senate Commerce Committee, uh, accused Ross of deceiving the public as well as lawmakers who had allowed the confirmation to go through, having heard Ross promise to divest himself of any interest that carried uh, political conflict, potential conflict. If he fails to present a clear and compelling explanation, he ought to resign, a Blumenthal told MSNBC. Senator Tammy Baldwin, a Democrat from Wisconsin, said in February, I oppose Mr. Ross's nomination because there were a number of unanswered questions about his ownership stake, the Bank of Cyprus, his connections with Russian President Vladimir Putin, as well as the refusal to divest from a $1 billion coal investment made with a state-owned Chinese investment corporation. These guys are so damn dirty. I mean, this article goes on for quite a ways. But I, and I suggest that anybody listening to this show, please go to this article and you can get it on The Guardian. Bernie Sanders warns of international oligarchy after Paradise Papers leak. This is just, this is just too much to, 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 to handle. after Republicans' latest efforts to repeal the Affordable Care Act imploded. Maine voters overwhelmingly decided to expand Medicaid to tens of thousands of people. But the state Republican governor, Paul Ropage, seems determined to stop the measure from going into effect, setting the states for a legal battle that could reverberate across the nation. LePage issued a statement Wednesday saying he will reopen Medicaid to new people only if the state legislature fully funds it without raising taxes, without pulling from the state's rainy day fund, or without taking money from the elderly or disabled. That, despite the fact Maine's residents voted in the initiative knowing it would likely raise taxes. Credit agencies are predicting that this fiscally irresponsible Medicaid expansion will be ruinous to Maine's budget, the page said, which is bullshit. Supporters of the group ballot measures say that LePage has no choice but to implement it. He can't veto it, and even if he could, top officials in the state legislature say they're willing to figure out a way to fund it. And uh, by mid-August, a new group of qualifying Mainers should be able to enroll in Medicaid. If they can't, LePage could open himself up to a lawsuit. And once a state elects to participate in the Medicaid program, as Maine has, that state is legally bound to comply with federal law. LePage's office did not respond to comment on the potential for a lawsuit. LePage has vetoed a bipartisan legislative deal to expand Medicaid on the Affordable Health Care Act uh, at least five times during his six years of his tenure. I don't know why they keep they hang with this guy. He's such a piece of shit. He's such a worthless piece of whack. Okay, 
to be a, to be a governor in Maine. I mean, it's horrible. That's a schmuck. Okay, he's a he's a Trump up your butt lover. All right. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? Republicans' various plans to roll back Obamacare and significantly cut funding Medicaid. I mean, Medicaid is so dependent, in, in, and they're so dependent on it in, in Maine. There's so few jobs and so little money. Maine, uh, Senator Collins was one of the defining no votes that ultimately ended the GOP efforts, uh, saying that the plan would pull the rug out from too many in her state. LePage's refusal to expand the program except under very specific conditions, throws down a significant roadblock in what was supposed to be an inter, un, unmitigated success for progressives. Maine was the first state uh, Tuesday to expand Medicaid by ballot box, and it won by nearly 20 percentage points. Hmm. See that? Very good. People want it. They don't want this idiot. This one, I don't know why they voted for this idiot to begin with. Um, 
He can he confessed to lying to the FBI, lying to lying mm-hmm. about everything. So what did he get for all that? Well, they're yeah, not revealing he, that. Not, they haven't revealed this whole sentence, but he's been he's been puking up uh, information about Trump and all these things since since then to get off the hook. So he's going to be the guiding he's the mouth. Guy, he's the guiding mouth, and then uh, everybody say, "Oh, we don't know anything about him. You never heard about him." And all of a sudden now. Oh yeah, we we heard about him and we sent him there and yeah, we, you know, he made our deal. You know, mm-hmm. it turns out he was a bigger deal than everybody. You know, than I had never really heard of him before this. Well, uh, no way, he was under the cover. He was on the wire. Mm-hmm. He was a volunteer, but uh, you know, NBC News reporter Ken Delanian, appearing in MA MSNBC Thursday afternoon, explained that this was a significant because. This was significant because he testified under oath that he was aware of no discussions with Russia, at least concerning collusion in the election. Galenian then reported that many in Congress now want Sessions to come back and clarify his testimony. Clarify his testimony. Which marked the third time Sessions has had to amend his recollections of known contacts between Trump campaign and Russian officials. How about the delicate words of clarify his testimony? The guy is a bold-faced liar. Yeah. Sessions originally testified that he had no contacts with any Russian official during the 2016 election, although he later admitted that he met with former Russian Ambassador Sergei Kislyak in his capacity as a senator. CNN reported on Thursday that Sessions was uh, present at a March 2016 meeting in which Papadopoulos said he had been working on to arrange a meeting between Trump and Putin thus raising new questions about his earlier congressional testimony. Mm. In particular, CNN noted that Sessions failed to disclose the meeting despite a persistent set of questions from Democrats and some Republicans about Russia during multiple hearings on Capitol Hill. What's this little piece here? What's breaking news? What's that? Right there? Watch the video. Yeah, yeah okay. put the video on. Sessions says he remembers rejecting. Hard to believe anything comes out of his mouth. Yeah. A little reporting here, video reporting. Hmm. Okay. Oh, there it is. No. No? No. That's an ad, right? I think, yeah. Exactly how your tax bill could change depends on many factors, including 
whether you itemize deductions. And the chart below is calculated potential tax savings for a family of four at different income levels. President Trump's tax plan, if it passes, will be the first major change to the U.S. tax code in decades. The 429-page GOP tax plan called the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act proposes many changes, such as reducing the seven tax brackets we currently have to four, increasing the standard deductions, and eliminating personal exemptions. As it stands now, ta uh, Trump's tax plan would... Would, would, would. I don't know. It would. <laughs> it would going into the air. But anyway, probably increase my taxes and yours too, folks. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's take a look at it. Where is the. Uh, I'm trying to find it. I think it's down. So, as it stands now, Trump's tax plan would lower taxes for most Americans, but one in five could see an increase in their tax bill by 2027. According to a new government report from the Nonpartisan Joint Committee on Taxation, in many ways, the new tax plan shuffles the taxpayer deck, adding some benefits while removing others. We've already looked at how Trump ta Trump's tax ban could affect single, childless taxpayers at various income levels. After receiving a lot of reader emails asking how it may change the tax plan for families, we decided to take a look. So we ran some numbers using the current proposal to see how Trump's tax plan would affect an American family of four with two kids under the age of 17. Okay. Uh, for a family of four, two children under 17, and they have a household income of $25,000. Standard deduction will be $12,700. Trump tax, 218 No, it's the current system. They're paying $12,700. In the Trump tax of 218 they'd be paying $24,000. Which is, in other words, they pay about $600 in taxes. There's a $25,000 household. Trump tax would be they they would get uh, they would keep twenty four forty. I guess. No, you're not reading it correctly. Standard deduction. Look, look down to the bottom. Potential federal tax savings in the Trump tax plan. Somebody earning uh, twenty five thousand uh, dollars is minus seventy two dollars. So they so don't. reading it right. You see, standard deduction, right? Twelve thousand seven hundred dollars for. For a household of twenty-five thousand, okay. Yeah. So, so they, under tax, under Trump's tax, they would they 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 would be uh, the deduction would be twenty-four four. So they would have only a six hundred dollar tax. Yeah, but they end up in the end losing if you read it. Yeah. The approximate federal tax owed none. If you go to tax Trump's tax, he's paying seventy-two bucks. Okay. You know what I mean? So you're paying taxes on the Trump's new plan, even if you're making twenty-five thousand bucks a year. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, what a piece of crap, dirt, shit. He has, where they lose is personal exemptions, I guess. Yeah, but family tax refundable. Uh, okay, federal tax refunded. Uh, you know they get back uh, federal tax refunded. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. They get a tax refund. So a total tax savings of minus seventy-two dollars. Okay. So sure. they would pay seventy-two dollars more than they do now. Mm-hmm. If they're making twenty-five thousand dollars for a household, then they would their their household taxes would increase by seventy-two bucks. Right. Okay. If a family of four with two children under seventeen, seventy-five thousand income, their potential federal tax savings would be. Standard reduction. It would double, all right, mm -hmm. to 24400 Personal exemptions would be taken away. Uh, taxable income would be 50000 mm -hmm. as opposed to seventy five. Okay. Approximately federal tax owed 6000 Child tax credit, 3200 Family tax would be 600 
Total federal tax owed will be twenty-two seventy-two. Tax savings, according to this, is seventeen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So I don't see where that is, but nevertheless, if you make seventy-five thousand as a household, this that may save you uh, seventeen thousand dollars. No, one thousand seven hundred and eleven dollars. Federal tax savings. $1,700, okay? If you're making $175,000 with two children under 17, then your deduction would be uh, less. Currently, you can deduct $27,000. On, on the Trump's tax plan, you'd only deduct $24,400. you would get $175,000. Holy Christ, personal exemptions, you'd get 16200 Trump's plan, you don't get anything. Nope. Taxable income, 131000 Taxable income under tax, Trump would be 150000 So approximate federal taxes, 24414 would increase to 25950 under tax under uh, uh, Clinton. Uh, Clinton, not douchebag, Trump. Okay. Tax, child tax credit, not applicable under the current system. They would get $3,200 under the uh, Trump Care system. Yep. Family tax credit would be uh, under the current system is nothing. Under Trump's system would be $600. So total federal taxes owed right now at 24414 So it goes up to the, what they have a federal savings of $2,264. That's what people are interested in. Well, $2,264 they would save, according to this plan. I don't see where, but according to this I plan. I wonder about single people. No. This is a married family. With All right. The estimates in the chart show a Trump tax plan would affect families at three different levels. We already just did that. Uh, yeah, we just did it. Okay. So, the mo- of course, if you're a $175,000 household learner, if you're if you're twenty if you twenty five thousand dollar household income, you'd get a tax increase of seventy two bucks <laughs> a year. Everybody else who's making seventy five grand would get a tax saving of seventeen hundred, and if you make one hundred seventy five or more, you get a twenty two hundred sixty four dollar tax saving. Mm-hmm. So I mean, who's getting screwed? The guy making twenty five thousand dollars. Okay, exactly how much taxpayers save or how much more they pay. With the federal manufacturers and as business insider Josh Burrow pointed out, tax cuts for middle class Americans aren't likely to be as sweeping as Republicans make it sound. Hmm. Wealthy Americans, including Trump himself, stand to benefit handsomely from the tax proposal thanks to provisions eliminating the estate tax, um, <clears throat> and among others. As the conversation around tax reform continues to unfold, there are a couple of important points to help to, uh, understand how the plan could affect the average uh, American taxpayer as well as the wealthy. Most Americans claim the standard deduction, but high earners are more likely to itemize deductions. Approximately 70% of Americans claim the standard deduction, according to the IRS data. High earners are more likely to itemize, but they aren't the only ones who do. Of taxpayers who itemize their deductions, 86.8% have adjusted gross income below 200000 Under the GOP proposal, Americans who claim the standard deduction will be able to deduct 12200 slightly higher than the current combined 10400 deduction, which includes the standard deduction and one personal exemption. Joint filers would deduct 24400 up from the current 20800 which includes the standard deductions and two personal exemptions. Among those who itemized deductions, the average claimed was $27,053 in 2015. The most common itemized deduction and the total amount deducted by the U.S. taxpayers in 2015 were taxes paid, including state and local income, and sales taxes, $539.8 billion. Interest paid, which primarily covers mortgage, 
$294.5 billion, charitable contributions, $201.3 billion, medical and dental expenses, $84.2 billion. Trump's tax plan would do away with or limit many deductions, which, would, which could increase federal taxes for Americans who itemize their deductions. The U.S. does not have a flat tax. Federal income taxes are calculated on a progressive basis. Yeah. We do that. If your income falls into the 25% bracket, you don't give the federal government 25% of your income. That would be a flat tax, a type of tax reform favored by Ted Cruz. But it isn't how our current progressive tax system works. Ted Cruz wants to take 25% of your money. Mm. You know, no deductions. Uh, this is this is bizarre. Uh, well, it is is fudging numbers. That's the way it looks to me. Everyone pays 10% federal income tax in the first 9,300 taxable income, and everyone pays 15 later, and then everyone pays 25 later on whatever else they make. It looks like smoke and mirrors to me. What it is? It's a Trump. It's a stupid Trump policy that they're trying to put together. Republican Trump policy, which is the most stupid concept that mankind ever came across for government. It's amazing. But that's our that's our president. Moron, moron. Oh no, he figured out how to give himself more money. Yeah, of course he always do that. That's so easy. When you're rich you can do anything like that, you know. Turns out that way, doesn't it? Yeah.
the mad dash for realtors, real, real, real retailers to get consumers into the holiday spirit continues to eat up more of the calendar. The seller's push, also known as the Christmas creep, has made some major stores decide to break out the Christmas playlist in the middle of October. Oh, my God. We haven't heard anything in October, did we? No. No, thank God. According to a survey of October retailers by Tampa Bay Times, Best Buy outpaced all other stores by starting their holiday music on October 22. Oh, God. That's terrible. When do stores start playing holiday music during the year? <laughs> uh, Verizon Wireless starts playing it in, on November 16th. All right? Okay. Uh, Staples starts playing their stuff on November 18th. Walmart starts November 11th. Office Depot is November 11th. Um, Sears, Kmart, Michaels, uh, Lane Bryant, they all choose uh, November 1st. So they're already playing it in, the, in mm-hmm. those stores. Uh, well, I haven't really been shopping, so I know, we're kind of far from the store, so I don't know what's going on really. Dan Turner, a programming executive of Mood Media, told the Times he advises stores avoid playing novelty or repetitive songs that tend to be more annoying than cheerful. Um uh, the one I have in mind is the 12 days of Christmas. Once I've, I'm at the third day, I'm counting how many days are left. You don't want any song that feels like they would last for 12 more than 12 days. <laughs> I guess that's really true. That's so true. Who the hell wants to hear that crap? For On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love's up to me. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, Whatever it was. <laughs> but I don't like having that pushed on me before I even celebrated Thanksgiving, you know? Well, this is a this is an odd one here. Postographer? Yeah, I guess you met with Poindesta to, Poindesta to try to rig the election hmm. with Hillary. Uh, they tried, that, that's why Hillary lost, because everybody knew they were rigging this damn thing. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg had a, meet, a meeting with John Podesta in 215 in the early stages of the 216 election in order to discuss how to best to rig the election for in favor of Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Podesta emails revealed to Facebook Sheryl Sandberg wanted Hillary Clinton to win badly, provided research to her, uh, and met privately with her on multiple occasions. That's Point Duster. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They tried to rig it, but it backfired right in their faces, man. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's the news. Isn't that interesting? That's pretty fascinating. Ten black teens brutally attack fourth white woman in single week. What they did to her with two by fours will make you sick. Holy shit. They attack some poor woman. Yellowstone National Park is going to uh, slaughter 900 to 1,000 important genetically unique bison just to make the Montana beef industry happy. They claim that slaughter is to protect uh, livestock from a contagious disease, but there has never been a documented case of bison transferring it to cattle. The truth is that the beef industry doesn't want to compete with wild bison for sparse grazing on public lands. If you want to save these animals, commit yes and share. Bushes decided to stand against our president. If you stand against our president, you stand against all the rest of us as well. I don't think so. That's Bobby Rob set that down. Imagine. What was that exactly? He's saying that Bush decided to stand against our president. If you stand against our president, you stand against all the rest of us as well. Uh, 
So anyway, that's the end of our show, boys. Pretty much. Pretty much. And uh, that's about it. So I want to thank everybody who joined us. And uh, hopefully we'll come back to our studio here. So there we go. Okay. And uh, I want to thank you. All right. Yeah, thank you, everybody. It doesn't seem like things have improved much over last week. Well, yeah. I don't know, Leo. It's, it's that Russian influence that... <laughs>